0: My entitled mother would barge into my house anytime she wanted, whether I was there or not, and then go rummaging through my belongings as if she owned the place. And after dealing with this for so many years, I finally put my foot down and told her to stop. And as a result, she went ballistic on me. Here's what happened. So my mother has always had a hard time with boundaries. Growing up, she was fond of telling me it was her room because it was her house and she could come and go as she pleased and snoop through my space at will, the same with my car or my phone or anything else no matter if I was paying for it with my own money or not she had rights to everything after I got married and moved across the country she followed a year later just to be close in case I might need her she settled in a town about an hour away and I saw her a few times a month she was generally a good grandmother very involved and nobody could say she didn't love my daughter a ton she was given a key to my house for various reasons and didn't overuse it too much but she had a hard hard time recognizing that I was an adult now and I made the rules for my own children, not her. Mild things like wanting to hand-feed my seven-year-old and telling me I should allow things that I did not, as well as arguing with me in front of her about my rules, that kind of stuff. After I separated from my ex-husband and moved into my own house with my daughter, she was again given a key for emergencies, and this is when she started to cross some lines. She would go shopping and drop things off at my house, still an hour away from her own house and just leave bags of things in various places. She's always been a bit of a compulsive shopper and a hoarder, if I'm being completely honest. But these things were usually useful. Cases of paper towels, bottles of laundry detergent, piles of conditioner, that kind of thing. But she'd just show up unannounced and leave things in my house, usually in my unfinished basement floor. The basement flooded every time it rained for half an hour, and these things frequently got wet or ruined. I asked her to stop multiple times because I I was tired of throwing away soaked rolls of toilet paper, but she continued doing it the whole time I lived there. It was incredibly frustrating. Then I moved back across the country and she again came with me, actually living in my house for a few months until she could find her own. And this was an absolute disaster. Her old space invading behavior from my childhood came roaring back into my life. She would barge into my bedroom and my bathroom without knocking. She would argue with me about my parenting and openly disparage me to my child when I wasn't around. She would buy 15 bottles of dishwashing liquid because they were on sale and got angry when I told her I didn't need them. I eventually asked her to move out for the sake of our relationship. She did find her own place, but kept the key to my house. Her random drop-ins increased to multiple times a week. I would come home to whatever random haul she brought that day, just sitting on my table. Or she would need to borrow a carving knife and just let herself in while I was at work to go grab. I'd be in the shower and get out to find her in my kitchen, having not gotten an answer when she knocked, so she just let herself in with my key. I asked her to stop so many times. I don't like unannounced visitors, and I hate knowing that someone was in my house without me being there. But she continued unbaited. She let herself in at one point and went through my daughter's things, which prompted my daughter to ask me if she could confront her grandmother and ask her to not do that again. But my mother went ballistic when that happened and said, Said that she would give the key back, but she never did. She continued to show up randomly, but now saying that she knew she should have called first and just forgot. My daughter and I moved again last summer, and I was adamant that my mother was not going to get a key to my house or the security code. She has continued to show up randomly, and my significant other opened the door a few times, mostly because he isn't as good at hiding as my daughter and I are. Because if he's not home, we don't answer. She showed up unannounced last week with stuff for Valentine's. I work from home, so I was here. I was also on a conference call, so I didn't go to the door. My significant other happened to be home and opened it for her. So she came in and chattered for about 10 minutes and then left. And this was the last straw for me. I'm over these surprise visits, especially when I'm working and my bosses can hear my dogs going nuts because someone new is in my house. So I texted her and I told her for the hundredth time to please stop. I don't care what the occasion is or what she had to drop off. Just stop showing up to my house unannounced. This is a boundary that she needs to respect. And then, as you probably guess, she loses her mind. She starts screaming at me and saying, you're a controlling brat and you can't tell me what to do. I was just trying to do something nice for Valentine's Day. And you know what? I hope you have a child in the future that's so hateful and mean as you are. And when she said this, it was honestly awful, but so needed. She further went on to say that she won't do anything else for me ever again. She's having surgery next week and needed to talk to me about it. She has a supposed very busy schedule that day and lots of places to go, so that's why she couldn't call or text me first. She planned on just leaving the candy on the front porch but my significant other opened the door so it's his fault and she just kept going on and on. I finally told her I wouldn't be reading or responding any further and she just responded by saying, good, that's fine. Fast forward and the silence for the last 10 days has been golden but I feel like the teenager in a scary movie who mistakenly thinks the villain with the axe is gone, only for them to pop out of the closet later. So hopefully she respects my boundaries because I honestly don't want to deal with her in that capacity ever again. Your mom seriously was violating your boundaries. Like, no joke. She followed you across the country multiple times just to be next to you so she could literally bother you. And there's no other way of putting it. She would straight up just barge into your house while you weren't there, or even while you're in the shower, just to grab stuff that she wanted. And that's not fair for you or anybody else in the slightest. That is such a violation of privacy, it's not even funny. But even in that same vein of thought, I don't blame you for giving your mom multiple chances to try and be somewhat reasonable. I mean, it is your mom after all. But with that considered, it's really inappropriate for her to be barging into your house while you're not there just to get stuff, or to drop off stuff that you don't need. That is incredibly obnoxious, and honestly, I don't blame you for setting these boundaries and telling her to please stop. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. My best friend caught me off out of nowhere, and I'm really hurt and offended, and I seriously don't know what to do. So as the title suggests, I'm blocked on everything. I knew her for 14 years and knew her entire family, which I got really close to. A few years ago, I got really sick. She stepped up and went above and beyond for me. She made medical decisions for me when I wasn't able to, and I honestly don't think I would be here today if it wasn't for her. She implied that she didn't approve of the new guy in my life. She told me that when him and I start dating, she's done. Now, this guy has been nothing but supportive throughout this weird time. In the past, I'd been in relationships, both romantic and platonic, that didn't make me happy. Before I got sick, I was actively working on improving myself. I was going to therapy, I was getting into hobbies, I stayed single, etc. I told her this and more, and she disagreed. She said there was real-life consequence to me being in a relationship. A few months went by and she said that I misinterpreted our conversation, which I know I didn't. She said that I was only attracted to him because of my unhealed trauma, because he wasn't a heartthrob. To avoid back and forth, I just agreed. She said that we're different people, which we'd always joke about, and it doesn't make sense for us to be friends. I didn't argue with her because it was clear that she wanted out. I thanked her for everything and I told her that I loved her and that I didn't want to lose her. She wished me that the best of luck and said that I can contact her if stuff goes down and then she just straight up blocked me I am at such a loss right now I don't understand what could have led to this I'm still dealing with the aftermath of being ill and I can confidently say that I can't imagine exiting someone else's life that I care about while they're ill her cousin just blocked me on social media as well and I can't help but think that I've done something wrong what should I do it really does seem like the original poster's friend is kind of being a jerk right now like they're just cutting him off all of the sudden without any kind of context as to what's happening. So that to me kind of screams that there's some information we're not being told. Is there a reason why she doesn't want you to be in a relationship right now? Or is there something about the guy that she just doesn't approve of? And so she's saying, sorry, but we can't be friends if you're with them. There's something that's not quite being said that really just says to me that maybe the original poster isn't telling the full truth right now. But regardless, it really does sound like an unfortunate situation. Because it sounds like the original poster really did love this friend. I mean, the friend was even willing to step up and make medical decisions for them just to make sure that they're alive and healthy. Like, that is a seriously big deal. So I really can't understand why you would be so attached to this person and why you would be so sad to see them go. But I really don't like the method in which this friend is leaving. They're deciding, hey, if things go really wrong, you can contact me, but otherwise you're blocked. It seems like there should have been more of a discussion involved in this instead of just being like, hey, I'm gonna block you. Oh, and by the way, my cousin's gonna block you as well which means to me that the original poster's friend is talking to basically everybody else about your situation besides you. And that, in my opinion, is super toxic. So whatever the truth may be, hopefully it all works out for you because either this is really not a good friend to begin with, or she really is trying to look out for your best interest. My best friend and I wanted to share an apartment together for our last year of university, but the day we're supposed to move in, she ran away and refused to move in. And now our relationship is slowly starting to strain, all the way to the point where she's completely ghosting me and I no longer have any contact with her. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. So to start things out, we knew each other for two years. We attended the same college together and even went on vacation together this summer. She originally lived seven hours away with her boyfriend and moved back and forth every few months just to attend classes at university. Because it was going into our last semester, we planned to move in together for the remaining months. We rented a place without seeing it in person, only via Zoom. The minute she arrived, she wanted to move out. It really was a cute place, but her boyfriend who was there to help felt sick. He had an allergy to mold. Even though they couldn't find any, she decided that was enough to not want to live here. Her reason was that her boyfriend would never be able to visit her. I felt so hurt, but I understood and quickly organized someone else since I couldn't afford to pay rent by myself. And it turned out I clicked extremely well with my new flatmate. She and I spent every one to two days together. My BFF got jealous and told me she wanted to see me every day and that I should ask for meetups since she didn't want to get on my nerves. I only asked once a week though because that was enough for me. After three months she broke down crying as to why she was second priority now. I explained I naturally spend more time with my flatmate because we live together and that I got busy with university and if she wanted to do more she could propose something directly but she rarely did. She felt guilty for leaving me alone in the apartment and I comforted her. I was not angry. Also she complained that once I asked her to hang out after my flatmate cancelled and I invited her to meet in threes a few times. All of that made her feel less worthy. She also got hurt because I didn't answer her for two days when she tried to reach out and this happened several times. I apologized to her and I explained that I fell into a depressive episode during the exam phase. It's totally my fault so I really was sorry. I did did my best to reconcile and answer quickly, and eventually I thought things were better, but I was wrong. She turned down almost all invitations I sent to meet alone, and she now ignored my text messages for days at a time. On her last day of university, she eventually called me again. She felt uncomfortable in our friendship. Things got better over the last few weeks, but couldn't make up for the weeks before. I apologized again and promised to keep showing attention. I bought flowers, I drove to her house, and I said my goodbyes. After she moved, I asked her if I could visit her the following months, but she overread my text message and only texted me organizational stuff for university. So I asked her again if she's got any time so I could come and visit, but she didn't know. She promised to tell me soon though, and after that, I never heard from her since, and that was about one month ago. Since then, I've texted her twice, telling her a harmless inside joke from our vacation, as well as two weeks later, stating that I miss her. She is active on social media, so I know she's alive and well. I just feel so helpless, and I know that I kind of messed up. What should I do? Honestly, this is kind of a messy situation, but the fact that your friend is throwing away your friendship, all because you spent more time with your flatmate instead of her, who, by the way, walked out on you when you were trying to get the apartment set up, is, in my opinion, completely selfish. She's trying to claim there's mold in the apartment, but you then have no evidence to try and corroborate that claim? Like, come on, that's ridiculous. She put you in a really weird situation, and thankfully you were able to come out on top. And it's not like you were ignoring her or anything like that. You were just busy with university in your last year. Senior year of college is probably the most stressful in some cases. You're about to start a career. You're trying to finish on time and graduate. You're trying to get passing grades. There was a lot on your plate. I don't think any reasonable person would blame you for being busy. And also, it really seems like you were second place to her boyfriend as well. And she instead wanted you to prioritize all of your time towards her. And that's not fair in the slightest. She would always expect you to initiate stuff and would expect you to go out of your way to try and organize stuff in your free time. But she would never be willing to do the same on her end. So honestly, I just would not worry about this. If this is the end of your relationship, despite the fact that you tried to make amends for any supposed offense that you may have caused, then I truly think that's on your friend because you've honestly done everything right, in my opinion. And if she wants to ghost you and act this way, then truly, that's on her. My fiance suggested a break and now I'm I'm conflicted on how to respond and I seriously don't know what to do. My fiance and I have been together for almost five years and engaged for over a year. She had a lot of emotional problems growing up and has been diagnosed with CPTSD among other mental health conditions. She recently stated to me that she feels like she loves me but isn't in love with me. I can normally tell when she's having a good mental health day versus when it's a bad mental health day and I tried to explain to her that I think those feelings are coming from her condition. Because I can see the way her eyes light up and she gets excited just looking at me or talking about our wedding or our future together, as well as future kids on her good days. While skeptical at first, she told me that her therapist seems to agree with me, saying she believes those are intrusive thoughts coming about because of her PTSD and not her actual thoughts or feelings. For full disclosure, during this time, I realized that I put my job first over her. This was not intentional, but working 50 to 60 hours a week, I would come home mentally and physically exhausted and we didn't have the time to ourselves, whether in the house or out and about like we used to. I apologize profusely and I promised to be better and make time for her as well as the both of us, like I had done before we got engaged. Now fast forward a few weeks later and she suggested that we need a break. She said she needed time to figure out her stuff and make sure that it truly was intrusive thoughts and not how she actually felt. She said that we've never spent more than a week apart since we started dating and that absence makes the heart fonder and that after a couple weeks away she would realize I was giving her what she needed and would come back. I'm just so lost on if she's so confident that she'll come back after the break then why is the break even necessary in the first place? However, she's also suggested that she feels like she may be missing out and doesn't want any regrets when she gets married because I'm the only guy she's ever done more than kiss with. How do I react and talk her through this? I'm obviously not a mental health expert, nor can I read her mind, but I'm convinced that I know her true feelings maybe better than her right now. I would do anything for her, and I'm willing to give her the space, if she needs it, to try and figure out her thoughts. But I'm terrified I'm going to lose her, especially if there's any consideration to meet up with others during the break. It's honestly so confusing and so frustrating, and I seriously don't know what to do. First off, I want to say that this guy was dating her when she was 18 and he was 24, so I think the original poster needs to realize that quite literally her entire adult life has been with this person. The original poster for context is almost 30 years old. They are probably very secure in what they want out of life and they basically have probably seen enough to know what's going on. His girlfriend on the other hand is only 23 years old and they haven't been with anybody else in their life. And also she is only 23 years old and she's possibly getting married to you. Like I'm not saying that shouldn't happen but I don't think you can possibly blame her for wanting to pump the brain Breaks and reassess her situation. So hopefully things work out for you. Because from the sounds of it, there's a lot of emotional turmoil that's going on right now, and it really does sound like this is something that she needs to work out. Today, I messed up by not apologizing to our farmer neighbors and likely ruining my parents' retirement home forever. Here's what happened. So I tried to get advice on this and stick to my principles of not offering an apology when not in the wrong, but I think it's become clear that I messed up and I could have prevented this with a better attitude. I'm an 18-year-old female, and I live with my parents, and we moved last year from a big city to a cheaper, more rural community in the Midwest. Since my dad's retired now, and money goes further here, I'm also gonna finish up my last year of high school here. We have by far the smallest lot out here, and most of our neighbors are farmers with quite a bit of land. I don't feel like we fit in well with the neighbors, and have had some arguments with some of them and their kids. They're up early in the morning, making noise every single morning with farm machinery and they even yelled at me for listening to rap music too loud in the car late at night even though it was only nine o'clock or so and this was with a friend in high school and most recently they let one of their cows go into our yard when it was grazing while i was out in the backyard and i gave them a dirty look and stood there while they tried to get it back recently i guess he talked to my dad and gave him some sort of redneck we don't take kindly to your behavior kind of speech and that wasn't how things operated around these parts and they wanted me to apologize. So my dad asked me to, but I refused because I think they're in the wrong towards me. I saw him out back one day and he asked me if I had anything to say about my attitude. And I said to them, I haven't done anything wrong to you. I just think you should respect other people's property and boundaries. So he said to me, All right then, have it your way, and just walked off. Well, my dad and I left town for spring break. But when we came back, we noticed construction was heavily underway, it was almost complete and it was on a large shed structure right up against the property line, maybe 20 feet from our house. My mom asked a woman who lives a bit further down if they knew what it was about, and they said, Oh yeah, I guess the word is that they've had some trouble with your daughter, and they've made the decision to put in a pig barn. My parents freaked out when they heard this, and they asked around and heard this was a known tactic to drive out unwanted neighbors, and it was very effective. My dad called the city and asked about odor nuisance laws and what came can be done, but was told that the area is zoned agriculture, and that it was more of an honor system thing that farmers wouldn't do that without more land. But technically, he was allowed to have up to 200 pigs on the property. He asked the neighbor if he would reconsider, but he said that the order of pigs is already scheduled, and his mind was made up. Now my dad is furious with me, and frantic about what to do. At first, I told him to just ignore it, and let them do what they're gonna do. But from the people I've talked to online, they're saying that probably not going to be possible for us. I thought he was overreacting at first, but now I'm facing the prospect that I really did crash the value of their property for good and that we're all about to be very miserable. They finished construction on the barn, so I guess the moment of truth is finally on its way. What an awful thing to do to somebody. Like, seriously, that is awful. Here you have people who are just trying to mind their own business and they're literally just trying to live their lives. And sure, the original poster was kind of being rude a little bit, I guess, But as far as we can tell, they only played loud music at like 9 o'clock in their car. Like, that's really not that bad. And they may have given a dirty look to somebody in their backyard. So it's really bizarre to me that this farmer would be so thin-skinned that they have to be like, you need to apologize right now or else I'm gonna build a pig barn right next to your house. Like, talk about the overreaction of the century. Here's an idea. Maybe keep your stupid cow off of other people's property and leave people alone. Let them live their lives. Unless there's other things going on that the original poster clearly did not share with the class, it doesn't sound like anything they did would warrant this kind of overreaction. So hopefully all this works out for you because honestly, I really do see you guys moving in the next few months because living in that kind of environment next to pigs and all of their waste, if you know what I mean, is going to be absolutely miserable and there's no way that's going to work in the slightest. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all all the stories. Use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.